How can you figure out exactly what you want and stand confidently behind that desire so you can achieve this specific result? Ultimately, be a finisher, not just a starter. In today's episode, you'll learn the three strategies you must use on a weekly basis in order to reach your goals without compromising your sanity. Just a quick reminder before we get started, to celebrate the new launch of this podcast, we're doing a very exclusive giveaway for 15 winners who follow the show on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Send me a message on LinkedIn once you're complete to get extra bonus points. This giveaway ends midnight tonight. Please go to sabrinarumback.com forward slash gift. Again, sabrinarumback.com forward slash gift. Be sure to enter before midnight so you can be one of the 15 winners. Our winners will be announced on our episode scheduled to air on June 22nd. Private practice owners, it's time to change the status quo that says healthcare workers are always burned out and never have enough time or energy. Welcome to the Provider's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Rumbach. I am a provider, an international peak performance keynote speaker, and a best-selling author. My guests and I teach providers operational efficiency, how to reduce provider fatigue and increase patient satisfactions. If you're ready to rewrite the rules for your own practice so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while delivering better patient care, you're in the right place. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. For those of you who know me, I have been traveling seven to 10 days per month for business or for fun for the past eight months consistently. I love staying Airbnbs. Many of them are very creative with the space that they got. The main attraction for me really is that I get to have my own kitchen. I'm not saying that I'm a great chef, but I do love to host dinner parties for my friends and make home cooked meals so I know exactly what I'm putting in my body. And especially when I'm not home, it can feel like I am still in my little space. Last time I went to the grocery store, all I wanted was a small bag of granola to go with my Greek yogurt as part of my breakfast. Guess what? The store is so well stocked, I don't even know what to pick. Tapping into my logical brain, I turned the bag around and started reading and comparing the nutritional facts and the exact ingredient listed. Five, 10 minutes go by, I'm still standing there. Has this ever happened to you? When you have so many choices, you end up not knowing what to do. This phenomenon is called the paradox of choices. Now put this on the larger scale of life and really your business. When you have all the help that you need running your practice, your marketing team is giving you different options for patient to discover your practice, while your operational consultant is proposing different ways for you to run the back end of your office to improve customer service. You might hire a HCAP specialist to work on patient onboarding and monitoring workflow. Ooh, that's a lot. 
Okay, I'll stop right there for now. Even just these three categories in this one domain of your life, which is your career advancement, already is making your head buzzing. We haven't even mentioned the other nine domains yet. How could you now feel tired on a short amount of time that you have, despite having all this help and these experts guiding you? They are coming to you with options so you have to make those right decision for yourself and for those around you instead of getting down to the nitty-gritty and getting lost in one of those areas of life well eventually people can burn out due to the relationship that you might have lost and ways you have put on or the money that you haven't yet to invest to feel secure so we have to get down to the basic and look into life in 10 essential domains and not just feeling we have to only have one thing and then so narrowed vision, tunnel vision into that thing and give off excuses that you can't have anything else. Now, what this means is called a wheel of life. And each domain is very much interconnected with another because one thing fails, it can implement. What does that mean? Let me first share with you, what are these 10 domains? Number one, personal mission. What does that mean for you to be on this planet for your community and who you are as a person? What is that true mission you stand behind? Number two, quality of life, no matter what, Number one thing people give up is their quality of life. But if you don't have the type of quality of life that's most sustainable for you, you can't really create sustainable happiness and joy. Number three is physical health. Now we have to be in a state to be able to live the life we want and carry out that personal mission. And therefore, number four is mental fitness. I talk a lot on how do we boost mental fitness for you to get to that peak performance level, to get you a week back for a month, really, and to truly see your time as most valuable and cut down the chaos. Now, number five is spirituality. Not necessarily you have to have a religion, but how are you seeing and being connected to the energy, to everything else around in the world that you cannot physically touch and feel. Number six, personal development. Who you are as a person. How do you want it to show up? How do you keep yourself on your own toes so you can keep going and not feel stagnant? And number seven, career advancement. Sometimes we get so focused on this part of it and use it as excuse to say, well, I have to focus on that. Therefore, I have the money to do what I want. But career advancement is different from number eight, which is financial intelligence. How well are you investing, saving, and to create that additional revenue of security blanket? It's type of intelligence that we all have to build, not something that we naturally have learned maybe from our family but certainly in school it might not have been taught that way especially in healthcare we're mostly taught um, being the best provider as we can the te a technician way of identifying problem and solving them 
but not on how do we leverage our value exchange for money and that money actually gave us something that we want in life right and that's really tied into your quality of life too what are the last two number nine is love and family now um some people might think this is two separate things would be the same thing your intimate love relationship versus if you have kids parents siblings and it's very truly close niched key inner circle people and then you truly can be very easily influenced by them and vice versa and so it's very crucial to know how to connect with them and positively influence each other and therefore that last category is social support and no matter what we have friends that feels like they are family and either they are here to cheer you on or call you out when you don't want to be called out and what that even look like for you so to assess the whole life well as a group i conducted one of my sessions was a group of healthcare leaders in this same department after a poll of about 18 of them in this category five is the highest for each and one means totally not there at all right five means you have all the things they have set up to make sure you have tapped into each of these categories so again the 10 of them let me repeat personal mission quality of life physical health mental fitness spirituality personal development career advancement financial intelligence love and family then social support so if you're not driving, you can just pause this and I will highly encourage you to score this yourself on the scale of one to five. And here is a segment on the result after I have analyzed for this group of 18 healthcare leaders. Seems like physical well-being people are, are mostly in the halfway point. Right. Um, and then so now we're talking about physical well-being is both from how you view your body, right? How you are considering what you look, you feel, do you have energy all the time? Do you actually have a plan to exercise? You educate yourself about your health and nutrition. And now we're looking at mental fitness. Seems like we are also right in the middle uh, where you understand your emotion. You can bring joy. You can maintain that. Uh, and you rarely feel anxious anxiety, right? And uh, you are listening and reading about books or things or find different things inspirational, uh, which Rita mentioned about uh, being positive, right? And then uh, what you have to say no to things that do not align with your core value. Why do I say write down the three things you truly care and passionate about? Because for people who I work with, I ask them to do that on a weekly basis. When can we say no? Is when things don't align with our core value system. And that's something you can easily do if you already predetermined who you are, how you want to show up, what your value systems are. If we don't determine that, guess what? Something happens, what would you do? Your brain is fight, fly, and freeze, right? You have to make some quick decision or you take a lot of time to analyze every single decision. 
then it becomes analysis paralysis, where you're rushing into a decision that you're going to regret later, right? So actually saying no is a perfect sentence. And my mantra for everything I teach is all about the more no we can say, and we have to say no to almost everything, then we can say heck yes to the only thing that truly light you up in life. So we want it to be so passionate when we do say yes, because it is so confirmatory. It's going to move you forward in life and in the direction that you want to. And then when we say no, it's not because we don't want it to show up and help people. It's just not going to align with who we are. And we're not allowing our inner self or outer expectation to rob our precious time, energy, and sanity. Now, personal development, I think people are doing really well. Most of us are in the fives. And that means you do know who you are as a person. But sometimes if you haven't asked yourself enough of that, you haven't keep your mind sharp enough, then we wanted to revisit that, right? And that's why a weekly reflection um, thing is something really helpful. I do have a, a free worksheet for you guys if you want it. I'm happy to share how to add 10 times of value to your week worksheet with you. If you send me a message, go to sabrinarombach.com forward slash connect. Again, the slug off my website is connect. Now let's hear my feedback with individual leaders on how they assess which area of life they really wanted to focus on right now spirituality, we're doing really well as well, right? Like knowing my soul, my calling, what's my purpose in life? How do I use my spirituality to feed my own soul and others? Now, when I talk about spirituality, it's not necessarily has to be a religion, but it's also understand this energy world we cannot touch and not everything we can explain, but there's a faith, right? There's a faith even in ourselves, our own ability to do. Love relationship, we're, we're about four, all right? So uh, it can be like, how do I really show up more strongly? Not seeing as someone who has to be identified by our job title. Now, uh, one thing why we got trapped into have no boundary, which is one of the big topic and stressor people indicate it, um, is people say time management, right? Poor balance. Why is that happening? Well, because... Sometimes we start forgetting who we are and we start identifying on what we do as a person. So all of you, last time you met someone new, what's a typical question? Hey, what's your name? What do you do? Right? Somehow that doing part become our identity instead of what's your name? What's your passion? Or what's your interest? Then you're asking about the person itself and no longer identifying, quote-unquote, stereotyping who they are as a person, right? Even as in our team-based, yes, we all have different roles as nurses, as PAs, MPs, physicians, case manager, right, uh, administrative, uh, from, we all have our different role, but that role shouldn't define who we are as a person. Right? And then how we define as a person is how do we make connection with our loved ones and with those who we support? So how are you showing up with them to have quality of time and not just being physically present, but not mentally engaging? Okay. Now, six, social life. A lot of people 
have been ignoring this or uh, thinking that just because we are socially distancing, we shouldn't be connecting, right? But which you guys have been a majority have been doing well, you are at four and some are on the lower end. We don't just because we can't always be together physically, we can still make the effort to send a text message, call, jump the Zoom call like this, even Facebook and all the social media has voice memos and even uh, video call, right? We can be purposeful to reach out and not waiting for other people to reach us, right? In, in any situation, if we're just waiting around, just for that right moment, or just want to become more free, that perfect time might not come. Okay, next we're saying quality life, we're kind of in the middle, right? I think that's uh, one of the biggest things for all of us. Can we actually acting out? Yes, we might not go into trips as easily, but can I still build memorable moments? Right, I, and now uh, earlier on, I asked Aliyama about can you bring joy every day now and future? Can you commit to that? And I think all of us, if you can commit to, I am going to show up powerfully and joyfully. I'm going to find joy and bring joy. That is something that we can truly build on. And then financial intelligence, yes, is tough to stick with a budget, to have set amount saved up, and to feel that having finance abundance is a good thing, right? We shouldn't feel being judged or anything else by it, right? And that's also something that can help us to gain freedom, whether it's picking up another job or creating something of your own that you truly enjoy. Okay, career development. So we're kind of in the force. So that means there are other ways people even indicate using maybe advanced technology, right? Elevating yourself as a leader, communicating with leader. And that's also a negotiation skill. We will talk that part later on in our sixth session where we talk about building influence. Now, there are five ways to naturally attract the right people, the talent to you. And there are six ways we accidentally diminishing them. So we need to be a talent magnet. And that's no longer about learning leadership skills, right? These different modules, but who you are as a person of influence, right? And then that means showing up in person and also can be in online present if you have that. All right, so last one, we talk about life mission. And for most of us, we're doing really well, right? Like there's no one or twos. We're all in the four, five, and threes. So that's great. That means you know who you are. Now also means it's okay to change our value system, right? To change your goal. But you have to start by very clear on what that end goal even look like. What's the grandeur? So one thing I wanted to encourage everyone to do today is to write your personal mission, whether it's a sentence or a paragraph. And then I would love it if you share with me. What we want is to be so clear on what we want, what that look like for us where we feel proud joy and write all the emotion that will attach to once you're able to accomplish that because our journey getting there might be different ways but if we have a clear and gold then our internal compass can lead us to choose the right thing 
to say yes to the right thing and to say no firmly. I would love for you to write your personal mission down. Many researchers have shown that taking notes by hand instead of typing on computer significantly improves our memory recall. What it means for you to write down how you envision your life and your career is a way to set your desire into a reality, so you can recall it even if you're facing a dilemma. Also, when they are written down in your journal or on a piece of paper that you can review daily, this gives you an affirmation. You can picture what you want so clearly and reflect. Those emotional gains from achieving these results and experiences. Human decision making is predominantly driven by emotions. When you have this clear vision, you can use it as an internal compass to guide your decisions. Combining how we value ourselves in each of the ten domains of our lives. And how we envision our ideal life, we can then ask ourselves to better understand where we are right now. Then we can make the right adjustments. Therefore, I ask a group of leaders, what are the three domains each of them need to focus on now? One of them answered, "I picked on quality of life because I've noticed a lot of the time things are spilling over into other things." And it's hard to establish like concrete boundaries. No matter how high functioning we are, when facing difficult situations, our primitive brain will be telling us to fight, flight, or freeze. If we get stuck in one of these zones and not realizing what we have done, then there will be significant consequences. Even that stuck is only minutes to hours. For example, one of my clients had a staff member that has not been showing up on time regularly and has been asking for time off two months in a row. And think of that situation in your practice. How significant is that when your people are not showing up? And then guess what? She told herself, "Oh, that person has a good reason. She's mostly good. She has her own family issues, and I should just work around it." Now maybe this just a phase. Then three months goes by. This person starts to tell the group of patients she's taking care of she has alternative plans and about her career. Wow. Do you think at this point is acceptable? Is this really professional behavior? Not facing a difficult conversation and making firm decision is truly detrimental to us. Our journey getting to an ideal life. Or a career high might not always be predictable. However, if we have a clear written vision, then we can have a north star to guide us. Then we will be less likely to derail into distracting path, and those paths can be the excuses that we have given for other people's behavior. Nevertheless, our own behavior. You might ask, Sabrina, I'm the type who needs to have a specific roadmap. Okay, great. I'm with you. I'm a planner too. Ask anyone who has ever gone on a road trip with me or attended one of my events. 
people had repeatedly said that Sabrina got a dung. I don't have to look up the details. Well, people certainly count on me to play into my natural talent of being a planner and executioner. This is how you can plan without taking on too much or feeling restricted by your decisions. I would strongly encourage you to write down three core values you like to embody today, this week, this month, or even this quarter. My three values are connect, elevate, and freedom. Now, when any demand comes to my way, I can immediately say, is this connected truly to my core values? If it's not, then it's eliminated. I don't actually have to give a, a reason to why I'm saying no. Feel free to pause this show and write down your top three values. At times, it's much easier to figure out what we don't want instead of what we want. And once we know what we want, how do we truly get to that finish line to honor who we are as an individual and live into that because we're worthy and we're well-deserving whatever desire that you want to accomplish. Now, today we went into depth of the three strategies you should be adapting in your life on a weekly basis. Number one is we have to do a self-assessment of our 10 domains of life. Number two, to help you guide which area you should focus on, you write down three core values that you wanted to embody this week. Number three, write a personal mission statement. So any demands come to you, truly align to your personal mission, then the next step is they have to also align with the three core values of who you are as an individual and also thinking, wow, when I put everything together, I'm actually not missing out any important essential pillars of my life. So I'm able to have the quality of time facing each of my 10 domains of life and not feeling like I have to spend so much time on each. Ultimately, we are creating a strategy for you to put in the least amount of effort and time to give you maximum of results. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you're like me who just want to get to the bottom, find out what's going on in your practice, then I invite you to book a complimentary peak performance diagnostic call with me. You can check my availability at sabrinarombach.com forward slash blueprint to find a time that works for you. This is especially beneficial for you if you have an established clinic but now feeling drained, want to do more for your patients but limited on your capacity or unable to live up to your full potential. Don't you agree? If you don't allow a pair of unbiased eyes to take a look, you'll never know what you don't know. This is your chance to gain back time and be a peak performing healthcare leader again. She really gets the conversation. She understands she's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness and 
she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in, in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to one, listen to our show, but to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. Take an opportunity to meet with and talk with Sabrina. She's just a wealth of information and powerful results. And it, it, for myself, just to be able to reflect and see what she's created by her forms and processes is amazing. I can't uh, emphasize enough, it's time well spent and uh, money well invested. And so take the time, invest in yourself. My experience is really, really unique because I started with Sabrina when I was still finishing up chiropractic school and uh, have gone through it during my break and am now a practicing doctor. So everything she's learned has been, or everything I've learned and she's taught has been applied at different levels and portions of my life and I feel like I can continue to um, grow and develop these skills in the future. So I was able to do the one-on-ones as well as the group sessions with Sabrina and both had some really impactful things to teach me. There were a lot of things in there. I look at the chart of the desire zone because I was taking on too many things. I was doing too many things outside of my desire zone. And that allowed me to hone things back into the direction where they should be. What were some other things that we, our first call that we ever had, there was a quote that you made, you gave me from the Dalai Lama. And these are simple things I did, but it was my gratitude. And it hit me at that time because I'd forgotten to be grateful about what has been built. You know, everybody around me that sees what we're doing or you know, sees what I'm doing here, my peers and colleagues, they're very grateful what I've been doing. They're like, oh, this is great. You know, we'd love to be in the position that I'm in and I forget that, but I forgot it. Now, open up a browser and type in sabrinarumbach.com forward slash blueprint and we will talk soon.